Hello everyone, and welcome to another beer review. Now today we're starting a new series, and we're starting the Czech beer series. Because I've always wanted to do this, because I've been watching over a period of time other reviewers going on about Czech beer and everything else and that. And going over there and doing the brewery tours and just, you know, creaming their panties over it all and uh, believing all the bullshit and hype um, and yeah and my introduction real proper introduction into Czech beer came from when I was living in Russia and one of the major things was that one of the best beers from the Czech Republic actually gave license for their beer products to be actually brewed in Russia. Now, even though I've got to admit I've had them side by side and a slight difference, they're actually fairly close. So, when I compared them, I actually expected that there would be a bigger difference than there was. It was actually very, very close. But it also showed you how tightly they were controlling it. Even though that yeah, you're going to you've got a license to brew it now. This beer, um, which we're not reviewing today, but we will be reviewing later on, because I want to get some other ones out of the way that are just well, you understand, especially when I do this one today. That's why I'm talking about brewing things under license. There's a connection, but that gave me a, a different outlook towards Czech beers and. Uh, also, the Czech beers that are popular in Russia are not the kind of mainstream stuff that's sold over here. And uh, it was more interesting. So, with the Czech beers that I was drinking in Russia, including the ones that were actually brewed there, um, especially a very f famous and popular one, it's, it's one of Czech Republic's really top beers especially a, a lager, not a pilsner, and uh, it's brewed, well it was brewed in Russia and uh, sold really well everywhere. Um, but what I did notice was that um, <clears throat> compared to certain well-known brands that we get in the UK, there's a lot of other really good beers that are unknown. And then of course you've got Reviewers, YouTube reviewers that go over then to the Czech Republic and all they do is, is follow the trend. So this is the beers we get in the UK. So when we go over here, this is the beers we're going to basically deal with. So we're going to do the brewery tour of basically, you know, Pilsner or Kell, and we're going to go to Budweiser Budvar and we're all going to cream our panties and how wonderful they are and great, marvellous and Saz hops and oh. And it just feels like You've missed a trick. You go over there and there's so many really, really good beers that you've ignored and missed out on. You're thinking, you're fucking idiots. I mean, that, that's probably the best way of putting it. You're absolute fucking idiots. You've missed out a really good opportunity because what you've done is you've taken the easy option thinking, well, we can get this in the UK in a bottle or a can. So we'll go over there and, oh yeah, it's exactly the same as you get over here because it's brewed there. 
putting a bottle of a can and shipped over to the UK. So let's basically go through and see how wonderfully they actually brew it because it's such a great drink. And I'm doing this and hopefully I can maybe get some sort of collaboration with them and maybe make some money. Fucking seriously. So anyway, what we're going to be doing today is a star of prom. There's a baby can, look at that. Uh, never seen a can that size and you check the public. Just just say, just say. Most of them come in bottles rather than cans. But anyway, Star of Pramen. Um, but this is a Star of Pramen that's actually brewed in the UK. Even though it says the spirit of Prague. Proudly brewed since 1869. Not in this country though. So there you go. Now I've got two of these cans to kind of fill up the glass. And I've actually got the proper Star of Pramen Star of Pramen glass as well. God knows why, but I do have the proper stuff on order coming from the Czech Republic and it should be arriving in the next few days. And it's also going to be the high alcohol version as well. Hoo hoo hoo. So there we go. So yeah, we're going to do it properly. But I do also have some other really good Czech beers, including my one of my favourites and uh, funnily enough, one of the Czech Republic's favourites as well. And it's not one of the mainstream but anyway, so is there any spiel in this? This is brewed in Button and Trent. So it is. Now, I had to buy this as a, as a pack of six. Pack of six, and it was and it's something like £5.50 for the pack of six. I think that came from Sainsbury's or something like that. So basically, number one Prague beer in the world, brewed with passion using the finest ingredients, including premium Czech hops, which will be Sats hops. And uh, here it is, Star of Pramon, Premium Lager, 5%, volume brewed in the UK by is it MCBC UK Limited, and of course it's uh, Butman Trent. So, so there you go. And it basically, green says water, barley, malt, seed barley, hops, may contain traces of wheat. So there you go. And yeah, that's it basically. So yeah. Now, again, I've watched other YouTube media reviewers, and they've actually reviewed this as supposed to be a Czech beer, which I don't really know how it's a Czech beer if it's brewed in the UK, because yeah, you might use the hops, but there's a big difference. And uh, the grains that are used, the malts that are used, and everything else. So, so to come out with this is just nonsense. But at the end of the day, let's crack it open and see what it's like. Oh, oh, daddy's all. Oh, oh, I've got the glass there. Look at that. Mm, okay, my panties in this one. Now, I'm not going to do the check pour because, well. I don't want to. You just look at that. Although technically, I can do the check board due to the fact is that I've done two cans. Two can done. But yes, the reason I'm doing this is because I want to kind of show people that, surprisingly enough, that there's actually if you go to your local check beer shop, don't buy from online beer companies. 
What I've noticed is online beer companies, anything that even got a sniff of European beer on it, they up the price, and it's ridiculous. I've got stuff coming um, from the Czech Republic through a, a Czech beer shop, online Czech beer shop. They were very helpful and uh, very accommodating in, in getting the stuff that I wanted to get. And price is normal. I mean, I'll be totally honest, most of the stuff I've ordered is actually under £2 a can. I went for a can because it's it's safer from that point of view because it was coming from the Czech Republic with bottles and you're increasing the chance of it going, you know. And, uh, I don't want just a, a handful of glass at the end of it and a, you know, a floppy label. So, yes. But uh, what I did notice was that uh, if you look at some of these other online uh, beer suppliers, they're selling similar beers. Um, if I want to get like, if I want a can of this Saropramen from the Czech Republic, what I'm getting it for from the, the actual Czech shop that sells lots of Czech products and not just the beer, and uh, they're selling it for a, under two pound a can, or a five hundred ml can. Whereas these are online beer. Supply shops, well, Jesus, they're three quid, three pounds fifty, and you think you're thieving fuckers. You really are. You need to have a look at yourself. So my view is support the local shops and stay away from them. And yes, it's not difficult to actually get some really good Czech beers. And uh, my view is I can put the links in below for the shop. I get nothing out of it. And if you want to go and try some of the, the beers from them, then yeah, go for it. So let's put the other one in. There we go. So yeah. So yes, getting good cheap beer isn't that difficult, isn't that expensive. But if you go the easy option and just buy, but yeah, I'll give you um, the links and kind of a information below and it's up to you i don't gain anything from it and i'm not looking to gain anything from it but if it helps you to get some nice or helps you to try some nice cheap beers at a normal price and everything else although you will have to pay delivery because you have to i think it's free delivery for orders 100 pound or more and trust me unless you're having a party and a right good session you're not going to be spending 100 pounds on cheap beer and if you are was my invite. <laughs> but anyway, for people who know the podcast, it's a nice kind of clear golden beer. Uh, and uh, quite effervescent, as you can maybe see. But I think there's slightly uh, nucleated glass at the bottom of this, which wouldn't surprise me. I don't, I don't usually buy nucleated glasses, but of course I thought, well, I'll get this. Um, as part of the Czech beer season because of course sure enough if I start doing it normal glasses people will be saying oh you're not using the right glass and oh it's a, it's a travesty you think nah aye get up you but anyway smell wise getting green light malt light sweetness that's all I'm getting maybe ever so slight Earthy tones, ever so slight, light, earthy tones. 
and that's it. Funny enough, I'm not getting any smell of pepper, you know, because again, if it's using size hops, you'll get kind of slightly paperiness to it, maybe slightly spiciness to it, because that's one of the kind of major profiles of size hops. I shouldn't get any bitterness in this at all if it's size hops. That should get a clean finish. So, let's see what it tastes like. Here we go. Right. Right. It's a bit of a strange one. Now, I will actually compare this when I get the actual um, the Czech style priming over. I will do a comparison directly with the two. So when I'm doing the review of the, the actual proper Czech brewed stuff, I will have a couple of cans of this stuff taken off as a comparison. But what I'm getting straight away is it's not a Czech beer. It doesn't have the flavour profiles of a Czech lager. And this isn't a Pilsner, is it? I don't think it is. It's just a standard lager. I'm sure it is. Because I'm sure Staropraven isn't a, a Pilsner. It's just a standard lager. If I remember rightly. Yeah, it's a lager. And the thing is, I'm not getting the standard flavours of a Czech lager. I'm getting some nice flavours, and if you can treat it as a kind of a more British style, excuse me, more of a British style lager, then it's actually not too bad. Um, it's quite drinkable, nice mouthfeel. It's got a clean finish, which I suppose is quite a good thing. Got nice kind of underlying sweetness, which again, of course, that also highlight about a pilsner because obviously you don't get so much sweetness in the pilsner check pilsners and you also get a little bit of bitterness there as well which again you're not getting but yeah this is saying here oh, here we go there's some piss in the back of the bottle the, the glass here you like this in 1869 two visionary brewmasters it's always visionary isn't it no like Two normal blokes, two hairy ass buggers. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, they're all visionaries. It's amazing that, isn't it? How these visionaries always seem to come together and suddenly create a wonderful brewery with such a wonderful beer. But anyway, Brewmaster set out to create a beer that would be better than the rest. Don't know why then you basically give a license to the UK brewery. Um, displaying true craftsmanship, Staropramen is brewed with passion using the finest ingredients including premium Czech hops and embodies the spirit of Prague in every sip. Yeah, maybe it does though, but I've tried Staropramen in, in a few bars in the Czech Republic. And I've always went for basically falling back on Kozel, to be totally honest, it's a far better beer. Far better beer, but this one, no, it doesn't really have the flavour profiles of a traditional Czech lager. It doesn't have the pepperiness, doesn't have the spiciness. It doesn't have the maltiness, is probably the best way of putting it. You get a little bit more maltiness, so you would 
the sweetness again maybe a bit too much than what it should be it's a bit overly sweet but in general it's actually not a bad lager but it's uh in no way shape or form like a jet lager and if you were buying this they think oh well i like this so much like jet laggers trust me you're not this is like a kind of a um imagine somebody doing a bit more of a premium mainstream piss water so you imagine it's like a, a carling but kind of done with a bit maybe better ingredients and maybe a bit more care and attention and yeah you can maybe get something like this and that's what it's like. It's a, I would probably say it's a more premium British lager there rather than um, a Czech lager. But it's okay. If you look at it as a Czech lager, it's quite disappointing. If you look at it as a lager in its own right, because it's supposed to be a Czech lager, but it's brewed in the UK, so we already know it's not really a Czech lager. So if you look at it as a kind of UK brewed lager, then yeah, it's actually not too bad. It's actually quite nice. So, you know, it's that kind of yin and yang, depending on which angle you're coming at and how you're looking at it. But as you can see, it holds its head well. And I think that was the main thing. I think it's a case of, that's a remit, is make a nice lager, make it kind of taste premium, and also make sure it's got good head retention. So make sure you've got, you've got plenty of polyphenols in there to help with that. Oh, so let's break down the flavours. Okay. Light malt, bit of grain at the front of the mouth, bags of sweetness. Move on to the mid-tongue, malt kind of slightly dies down, grain slightly dies down, but still the kind of, if you look at it, it's starting to become a more predominant flavour between the grain and the malt which again certainly goes away because you should get a certain bit more malt with a cheap lager but the sweetness is still there it's quite a, quite a decent level of sweetness too much for a cheap lager too much for a lager in general but it's not too sickening at the moment and it seems to kind of work. It seems to be the sweetness is connected to the other flavours a bit more, so it's not too bad. Moves on to the aftertaste. And the flavours kind of dissipate quite quickly in the aftertaste. And that's what I mean by a clean finish is that they're there, but they dissipate quite quickly in the aftertaste. So you're really left with a little bit of malt bit of grain and that sweetness and they all kind of like there's no kind of like staged kind of dissipation it's like they all just like and that's it we're finished we're gone so they kind of well all kind of like dissipate at the same rate and just together and that's it and it just it's a very kind of abrupt kind of clean finish so there's no lingering flavors whatsoever which is quite strange for the sweetness, because you think when we're for the sweetness is one of the last flavours to dissipate. And you expect maybe a bit of lingering over it, but no, it just like, that's it. It's like somebody's 
flicking the switch, they've all buggered off, that's it, lights out, we're off home. But the sweetness is, is one of the, the main underlying flavours there, and it just, it makes it kind of sessionable, a bit more drinkable, but with that sweetness, while it's kind of helping the beer along, it's also kind of dragging it away from the kind of Czech style, because it's too sweet. Um, and uh, yeah, but as a beer in its own right, it's nice mouthfeel, easy drinking. Yeah, you can drink this quite easily. Um, have a right good session on it. So you get was a fair the last of the, the can. Well, no point. You can't take. You can't put it back in, can you? <laughs> Once it's sold, it's buggered. That's what, that's what I say. Um, but yeah, so from that point of view, as a Czech beer, no. As if you take it more of a premium British beer, then yeah, it, it would work out from that aspect. And uh, if you look at it from that kind of direction. But yeah. Again, it's that old situation. Is it's a name, you know? Give it a name, and 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 say it's this, that, and the other. And it's no, it really isn't. So it'd be quite interesting to see how that compares to the original that's actually brewed in uh, the Czech Republic. And that's why I'm doing this is to kind of show you the difference and also show you that there's some really nice Czech beers out there that you probably have never heard of and you probably would never hear of if you keep watching certain. YouTube uh, reviewers because all they do is they take the easy option, you know, it's all oh, Budweiser, Budvar, and Pilsner Kell, and oh, there we go, that's it, there you go. Oh, there's two fucking beers in, in the Czech Republic, you know, all the rest. They're <laughs> all just little micro beers, they don't matter. You're thinking, don't talk shit. Kozel is probably one of the most popular beers in the Czech Republic, and uh, they actually did two licenses. They did one in Russia and they also did one in Poland because it's such a popular beer in the Czech Republic that uh, the Russians know that Kozo is a very, very good beer in the Czech Republic so they wanted it and so did the Polish. And guess what? They were drinking in its droves in their countries to the point is that it made life a lot easier by actually allowing it to be brewed under license in these countries, but also under strict control as well, and uh, yeah, and it kept the demand going, <clears throat> and that's one of the things. Now the thing is, if I remember with Kozel, and we will be doing a few different Kozels uh, from the Czech Republic, is that they are actually owned by Asahi, so they are, and uh, again, it's like the same with brews that are owned by Asahi over here, is that uh, Asahi tends to kind of think, well, let's not kind of piss about, let, leave them to make what they need to make, and uh, I think Asahi is more kind of business kind of plan is to take these good beers, don't piss about them, but help with the marketing and the distribution into Asia and things like that. I think that's how they basically look at it, think, well, these are good beers that we could basically promote and really boost the sales in Asia and introduce them into new markets, and that's where they kind of make their money from that. 
um, aspect of the business without really without really kind of affecting their existing kind of markets in, in Europe. And if you look at uh, certain ones like uh, Fuller's and things like that in the UK, it seems to work. So yeah, fair play to them. But yeah, it's not a bad beer, but it ain't check. So what would I give this out of 10? Right. Out of 10, if I treated it like a Czech beer or a Czech lager, it ain't. So I would I would give it a three. I'd give it a three if I was basically reviewing it as a Czech lager. Because it isn't it doesn't have the, the certain flavour profiles that you would expect from a, a Czech lager. So no. If I look at it more as a premium British brewed lager, then And I'll give it a five and a half because it's actually quite nice. The only thing is, it's a bit too sweet for me. You could probably dial the sweetness back and probably get more marks. And if the aftertaste was a little bit more interesting, maybe with a, a slight bitterness to it or something like that. But because it's just kind of such a clean and abrupt kind of finish in the aftertaste, again, it kind of leaves a wee bit from that point of view. So, yeah, so three out of ten. If I'm reviewing it as a Czech Lager, 5.5 out of 10. If I'm reviewing it as a more premium British brewed lager. So my view, yeah, give it a go and try. But what I will do is, as this series kind of moves on, is try some of the other proper Czech beers and they're not that difficult to get hold of. Um, I mean, you can order them at a normal price and they'll be in your fridge within a couple of days of ordering it. No problem at all. And uh, and at a normal price, that's one of the major things at a normal price compared to a lot of these other thieving online kind of uh, companies. I mean, there's one there's at Beers of Europe. I think that's absolutely brilliant, Beers of Europe. I mean, they should really change the name to Beers Out of Stock because yeah, oh yeah, they can list all the beers. Oh, all the beers, oh yes, yeah, beers of Europe. They can list all the beers of Europe, oh yeah, in their website. I would probably say 90% of the beers that are listed on their website are out of stock. They probably have never been in stock. I mean, it's just nonsense, to be totally honest. What the fuck are they going on about? And uh, the prices they charge as well, so yeah, overpriced. And the thing was, I got Russian beers from there. Um, okay, they were dreadful. But, um, they didn't have the good Russian beers, it was just the kind of the Baltica nonsense, and then any of the other stuff, no, they didn't have any of the kind of decent stuff because they don't know about the decent stuff, obviously. But yeah, even looking at the Czech, I think they had um, Staropram and Budweiser Budvar and um, Arkel, basically Pilsner Arkel, and and what? And then all this other stuff listed, the thing under the check beer thing, but all out of stock. You're thinking, what's the fucking point? Seriously. You've never even had these in stock. Because I was saying, it's amazing how many times that I've tried to get beers from beers of Europe. Oh, it's out of stock, right? Well, I'll, I'll try in a month's time. Oh, it's still out of stock. Two months, still out of stock. You never got it, get it in stock, are you? It's just all bullshit. But 
yeah, there's better ways, and of course, if you want, I will put that uh, link down to the shop if you want to try some Czech beers. But this one isn't the Czech beer. So thanks for watching. Cheers. Bye for now.